Listen as Dr. Margaret Gisello from the University of Campinas in Brazil discusses the latest clinical trial updates in gene therapy for hemophilia B. This podcast is part of a comprehensive educational resource from the ISTH designed by leading experts for the global hemophilia community to help you stay abreast of the evolving science and latest clinical advancements in gene therapy in hemophilia. Visit www.genetherapy.isth.org for more information. It is my pleasure to have the opportunity to discuss with you today the update of gene therapy for hemophilia B. All currently gene therapy clinical trials for hemophilia A or B are based on a demo-associated viral vector, AAV, containing the factor 8 or factor 9 transgene directed to liver cells. Since 2011, when we had the first publication demonstrating an efficacy expression of factor 9 in a gene therapy clinical trial for hemophilia B, we had remarkable progress in the development of gene therapy for hemophilia. This clinical trial used the AV8 vector encoding factor 9 gene sequence, also incorporated for the first time the use of corticosteroid immunosuppression to control the cellular immune response against proteins from the AV capsid. In fact, patients from the highest dose cohort 2 times 10 to 12 of the hemophilia B gene therapy protocol from the University College of London and St. Jude continue to express around 5% of factor 9 after 10 years of AV vector administration. Currently, we have three gene therapy clinical trials for hemophilia B all using AV vector expressing factor 9 Padua, a factor 9 missense variant that increases the specific activity of factor 9, allowing with a lower vector dose to achieve up to six-fold increase in factor 9 activity levels when compared with earlier studies using factor 9 wide type transgene. One of these hemophilia B gene therapy clinical trials is the phase 3 B gene 2 conducted by Pfizer and is the following phase of the SPARC 9001 phase 1-2 trial. It uses an AEV SPARC 100 vector at the dose of 5 times 10 to 11. In the phase 1-2 trial, we had 15 patients dosed with a sustained expression of mean steady-state factor 9 activity of around 20% over 4 years of follow-up, with a profound reduction in patients' bleeding rate and factor 9 consumption. The other hemophilia B gene therapy program is conducted by Unicure, the HOPE-B program. The phase 3 AMT061 trial dosed 54 adult hemophilia B patients with endogenous factor 9 lower than 2% and different from other AAV-based gene therapy clinical trials in this protocol. Patients with pre-existing neutralizing antibodies with anti-AV5, the vector serotype used in this trial, were also enrolled. Our Patients received a dose of 2 times 10 to 13. 
The updated results were presented at the ISTH 2021 Congress, and no significant difference was observed in the Factor IX expression among the 23 patients with positive neutralizing antibodies with the mean Factor IX activity of 32.7% at 26 weeks in comparison to the Factor IX expression of 31 patients with negative previous neutralizing antibodies, with mean Factor IX expression of 41.3% at 26 weeks. In fact, there was no significant correlation of pre-existing neutralizing antibodies with Factor IX activity in this trial. And finally, the third ongoing hemophilia B gene therapy by UCLA and Freeline, the BMAS program, using the AEVS3 vector expressing Factor 90 Padua. The Phase 1-2 used a different approach with four dose levels of Factor in an adaptive design, from 4.5 times 10 to 11 to 1.5 times 10 to 12 Factor dose. The most promising dose seems to be 90.75 times 10 to 11 uh, VG per kg. Four patients were enrolled in this dose cohort, achieving factor 9 activity in the normal range and using a prophylactic immunosuppression protocol based on the use of corticosteroids and tracolines. Regarding safety in these protocols, as we observed in the hemophilia A gene therapy clinical trials, the most common adverse event reported is the ALT elevation, which is more often in the studies using higher AAV vector dose. However, it is also important to say that one patient from the Phase 3 Hope B trial conducted by Unicure was diagnosed with hepatocellular carcinoma one year after he was dosed with the AEV5 factor 90 Padua vector. The 69-year-old patient had other risk factors associated with hepatocellular carcinoma, including a chronic history of hepatitis C and hepatitis B infection, no alcoholic fatty liver disease, and advanced age. After an extensive molecular analysis in the tumor tissue, it was unlikely that the hepatocellular carcinoma was related to a possible AV vector integration event. However, the recommendation for patients' long-term monitoring is critical. In summary, gene therapy for hemophilia B have been demonstrating promising results with a stable expression of factor 9 over time, with a considerable reduction in the occurrence of bleeding events and factor 9 consumption. And most recently, interesting results showing no relation between pre-existing neutralizing antibodies anti-AV5 and factor 9 expression in an AV5-mediated gene therapy for hemophilia B patients. I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you very much for your attention. Earn your CME credit by clicking the link for credit. Check back for more podcasts on gene therapy and hemophilia. Additional education is available on www.genetherapy.isth.org, an educational resource designed by leading experts for the global hemophilia community to help you stay abreast of the evolving science and latest clinical advancements in gene therapy and hemophilia.